Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of the Base Life Podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this one. Um, we have our good friend TJ on the show, and uh, he lets it rip, let me tell you. Um, hopefully, you appreciate his honesty and candor as much as I did. Um, you know, it takes a lot. In, in a sport like ours, where the uh, consequences are so high, and uh, with, and there's generally a lot of social media attention um, when something goes wrong or whatnot. Like uh, he, I appreciate that TJ was so honest about uh, some of the uh, shenanigans that have you know happened over the years. And uh, so hopefully, hopefully, you take something away from that. Um, also, while I'm thinking about it, um, we didn't follow much of a format on this one. Uh, I won't lie; it was a very impromptu. Um, opportunity to record. So, uh, I'm looking for feedback on topics, like guaranteed topics to discuss. Um, like right now we kind of have four with history of injury and, um, like the game changer moment, um, your favorite book. And then a person from the BFL that, um, if you could do one more jump with, who would it be? Uh, that kind of thing. But if there are topics like, you know, something, stuff going on in social media, that you'd like us to you know discuss or uh, bring light to for the rest of the community. Um, I'm open to hear it. You know, let us know. Uh, reach out to us on uh, social media like Instagram at base life and um, uh, Gmail. Gosh, I almost never checked the Gmail, but it's base life 2014 at Gmail. And there's a Facebook, but uh, mostly I check the Instagram. But if you want to get a hold of us, do one of those, and uh, yeah, see what we can do. All right, so enjoy the show. Three, two, one, see ya. You're listening to Base Life Podcast with your hosts, Randy and Brian. Yeah, so we got uh, we got Brian, TJ, welcome to the podcast. Welcome hey, to thanks the show. for having me. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's happy St. Patty's Day. Woo! Yeah, we we attempted to go out and uh, be social yep. on St. Patty's. We were successful. Yep. Let's not discount what we did. We had a beer. Yep. We went. We walked uh, one block to the closest Irish pub. It Which was is usually packed. one block away. Yeah, it's it was packed. It's raining. It's windy. We got a beer. We drank the beer and we left. Happy St. Patty's. Yeah. Yeah, and we were like, well, there's like two other two other Irish pubs we know of around here, and I'm sure they'll be yeah, exactly no, no the same. Game. So, who are we kidding? I'm glad everyone was wearing green. Yeah. Is that green? Yeah. 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 Yes, Brian, green. his is green. Brian, Brian you you're sure that's not brown? No, that's y- definitely green. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> not brown. Brown with blue stripes and white stripes? No, it's. I can see how you might. Because, yeah, Brian, so you're. It kind of looks you're, fucking brown, doesn't it? What, what are you deficient It looks like green. green uh, blue green? Is it blue green? green? Just green. So, so Brian, Brian uh, is that colorblind. Looks, that looks uh, brown to me. Fun fact I didn't know that. That's good to know. Yeah. This looks green. The shirt I'm wearing looks. That's green. bright green. And so yeah. is this. Yeah, Brian's bright. wearing a, a bright green Base Life podcast shirt. It was what? a demo. And, Get your uh, t-shirt, motherfuckers. And a, and a green Kavu hat that looks kind of like a Seattle Seahawks hat. And it's kind of like yellow green, right? It's green, green, and no, blue. It's like real green. Super green. This looks it's super green. 
Mm. Brian, does this Super mean green. that I shouldn't have you like look at how tall something is if there's green stuff below? Correct. Considering this is not a video podcast, it's going to be so, that's so bad. It's going to be no, so boring. Not. Happy yeah. St. Paddy's. Yeah. We're just talking about colors of shirts. Like TJ's wearing a plaid shirt, and Brian, Brian can't, really Brian cares can't about you listeners. Yeah. You hear it? You hear that, love? So, TJ, you've been in Germany for... (laughs) 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 All right, this is what happens when uh, Brian tries to eat peppers on the air. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) TJ, how long have you been in Germany now? Uh, I've been in Germany since September, so about five months. Really? Just September? It feels like it's been longer than that. My math is probably off, but no, I, I was making trips over here since May. Of last year? Yeah, so that's, that's right. Why. That's right. Why'd you do that? Uh, for work. Yeah. Yeah, so just work <laughs> trips over here trying to visit and figure out where I was going to work, what I was going to do. And so that you could jump. And so I could jump, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we all did it. That's, I mean, that's why we're yeah, here. that's why we're here. Yeah, so yeah I was, I was just trying to make that lead in. But uh, thanks for making that easy. Oh, hi. It's a base jumping podcast. Yeah. That's what we that's what we talk about. TJ's TJ's a base jumper. Yeah. I am a base jumper. We yeah. we we met in Twin Falls uh like two thousand I wanna say like twelve ish. Thirteen. Was it thirteen? May of thirteen. I only know that because it was Jono's first jump course. Jono. Jono. Miller. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, okay. no Australian Jono. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize with that. Who? Yeah, 'cause uh thirteen that was a funny year. First jump with who? He did it uh, through Sean Chuma's course. Oh, nice. Yeah, the interdemented base. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, yeah, that's right. I, I was back base. in 13. I, I thought 12 was the last time I was there. Still doesn't make it any better. I, I need to get back to the bridge. But uh, Yeah, so we you were you were still active duty Navy at the time. Yep. And, uh, like jumping on leave and and trying to figure out what to do, you know. <laughs> Just bust it out right now. Yeah, that's, was, not, uh, that's not like you can jump on leave. Now? No, it's it's not nah. like it's not like breaking any rules. I was, was jumping like, on every day actually. Yeah. Uh, while in, it was actually the only way to stay sane on a boat. So. But if you're on a boat, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> only if the U.S. Embassy calls. That's the only time you're really in trouble. Mm. That only happened once. <laughs> yeah, I had a I, I had MC folks watch me skydive in Uganda, um, but that was totally kind of, it's kind of off the books. But yeah, no, it was actually funny. So I had requested permission uh, to go jump and take a course, <clears throat> but uh, that's how it all started. <laughs> all right, you're good. So, yeah, I'm knocking the mics here. Yeah, you just get used to having it in front of you. And We're working around it and then hearing yourself still, talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, so, I mean, let's go back. Let's go All back right. then if, if this is where we want to go. You want to hear about why I base jump, what I've done, yeah, let's where start, it came from? Let's start there, TJ. Yeah, so I had this really awesome job that I hated. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, in order to get out of this really terrible job, I had to be really good at it. So I spent all my time trying to be really successful. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you've ever showed up at a job and like just 
tried to be successful by being there all the time, but you drive the people who don't want to be there all the time absolutely crazy. <laughs> and so uh, I had a boss pull me aside and say, hey, man, you need to take a break Just and take like, it easy. leave everybody alone and like don't come here. You're actually pretty decent at this job, but like you're just driving us fucking crazy. Uh, so he's like, what do you want to go do? Like, why don't you go take a couple weeks, like find a new hobby and really enjoy living in San Diego? And I was like, all right, sounds fair. Cool deal. So uh, I went to Skydive San Diego and did my AFF course and found skydiving. Very cool. How long did it take you to go through the uh, AFF program? Hmm. A little bit longer than I was expecting. It took me like a month and a half because the weather that winter was pretty bad. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. A month and a half. Dude, I took my... Uh, my it took like, me like six months. Yeah. My, Brian, Brian learned in Hawaii. Really? Though, so like the, oh, the wind Every goddamn weekend. Oh, that's brutal. I'd be there at 7.30 in the morning and I'd just look at the wind clock whatever and just be like mm, no no students yeah i'm trying to think uh so my first jump i went up in the plane three times before i actually got to get out uh that was cool and then my second jump was really nice but i didn't know at the time because i had no idea and you're just following afm instructor signals but we got out way long and uh my instructor told me to pull it eight grand and I was like, well, this is weird. So I dumped it 8K, and then I realized why, and so I can make it back in time. Uh, and because of that, I didn't actually get any of the, the free fall portion from the level two. So I had to do level three two more times. And then after that, everything was pretty smooth. That's cool. That's funny because I look at Brian when you talk about levels because, like, I, I didn't do uh, AFF. I did static line mm. progression. So I'm like, oh, okay, like. I don't even levels, remember what the levels like mean. Yeah, no. I don't remember the levels. Either. I just remember having to repeat the jumps. I remember yeah. having to do three tandems before I could do my first solo. Yeah, but uh, my hat's off to like AFF instructors because like that's like the one thing I don't want to do. I mean, that's uh, it takes a special person to want to do that, you know, and, and make skydivers. So shout out to Joe so. Turner, and Carson. Woo. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. <laughs> Jesus, but... Don't you tell yeah. me. But, uh... Yeah, so... But, so you said, like, a boss basically like, was like, yo, you need to, like, find a hobby or something, but... What... <laughs> in so many words, but... What did, uh... Like, how did you find the Sky Sports, though? Like, what... Uh, it's something I wanted to do in college, and... And again, I got in trouble, and so I, I wasn't allowed to go do it on a weekend um, that I want to go do it. Uh, and so it sort of just sat there in the in the cool things that I could do sometime in my life. And uh, when this boss told me to go get a hobby, I'm like, what do I want to go do? Like, what am I going to go do with my time? And I pulled up YouTube and uh, saw a YouTube video. don't remember which one. Just was like, oh, man, that'd be cool. Yeah, I should go jump out of a plane. Like, where would I do that in San Diego? Oh, there's three different options. Oh, yeah, it's a couple spots. What, yeah, what could we do? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. I didn't realize how fortunate I was until I moved to the East Coast about how many different places and the weather <laughs> that is oh, Southern you mean California. Southern California is nice. Oh, yeah. shocker. 
Which yeah. where did you love the most? Skydiving. I did uh back in the day Skydive San Diego was the place. I don't know as if you want to learn and actually like become better at skydiving. I think Paris has a much better LO and like mentorship program mm. and that's where all the good guys go in the winter so uh sort of as as things progressed and doing more and more of it paris is where i found myself hanging out more oceanside's also awesome but yeah i don't think uh many people are jumping in san diego i'm sure someone will be really upset i said that but <laughs> yeah. they'll get over it it's yeah. it's skydiving yeah that's it i don't know it's not yeah, world hunger yeah like i've got right now so what was that what was that first jump like? Thanks again, Brian, for this. In uh, skydiving? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So, I mean, this is the third time I'm on the plane. Uh, I actually was real lucky about, like, I had some really cool instructors. Um, yeah, it was Shane Rusk and JT took me on my first jump. Um, <laughs> super rad. Oh, yeah, so I'm dead. Yep, yep, that just happened. Uh, no, so they were super rad. I just remember being told, hey, don't die. That, uh, and actually I got that for like the next 75 jumps, um, from Shane. Don't you love that? Like when someone's just like, hey, don't fuck it up. And you're just like, ha, all right, like, thanks. Sounds pretty familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually probably just, the just best advice like, that I've gotten. Yeah. So. It's yeah. good. Don't die. It's but, really easy. But that's when I when I go on a base trip, I spend most of my time thinking like, how do I not die? How do I like? How do I not fuck it up? Like, it's how do I stay alive? But which makes traveling without parachutes a lot of fun because then you you don't have to worry about that. It always bums me out when I don't have a rig. Like, yeah. I remember the first time I did that after I started jumping. Super, like looking at buildings. Or standing on a balcony being like, why don't I have a rig here? But Speaking of which, Manchester. Well done, Manchester. You've got a lot of tall buildings. Yep. It was really nice. Except your comedy was weak. I don't know. I heard you said it was pretty pretty good. Uh, No, it wasn't. (laughs) It was terrible. Everyone should check that out. Tony Manchester. Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, the second or second person so to go bad. and the fourth person to go. But so what we didn't get to talk about uh, after our last recording because we were still in London. Uh, we ended up so we went to Kiltonian in Manchester and then Kiltonian in London. Then we recorded the last episode, and then um, after Kiltonian in London, we had Sunday to do whatever we wanted. So we went and found some comedy shows that night. And then Monday we went to Tony Hinchcliffe's stand-up show, and uh, after the show he was in the bar of the, uh, you know, of the the theater, and uh, we ended up hanging out with him for a couple hours. It was pretty cool. Yep. Like, how was his How was his set on his own with not like? Oh, it was, it was really good. No, like, it was he's, hilarious. He's, He's poly- he's like putting the finishing touches on his next uh, his next special. Not only that, like he would like throw some shit out that would not hit it, like in London, some like California reference that they wouldn't know anything about, like In and Out, and he'd just be like, "Oh fuck, that doesn't work here. Ah oh, fuck, all right." 
Like how much of that I don't know was bullshit. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. But it was still funny. Yeah, but it, it was fun, and it, and it was cool, like hanging out with them afterwards, and because uh, they ended up like shutting the bar down around us, and then uh, like kicking us out when the when they had to lock the doors. But um, it was a it was a really fun fun trip. And had anyone been like, hey, what what do you think like the best trip to London sounds like for all this stuff? And I would never would have guessed we would have gotten to hang out with like Tony for that long and, and meet the entire band. You know, did you see Hanson yet? Yes, yes, I saw Hanson when? in Scotland, in Glasgow, that same weekend. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, it was awesome. Yep. Han- wait, wait, wait. Isaac, Han- Zach. Hanson was awesome. I don't even remember. Taylor. That. Taylor. Oh, that's, all right, that's all three I'm of them. I'm pretty sure I'm that's the third one, right, Taylor? Taylor? Yeah, Taylor? You, you, you guys dude. know the names? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was oh, there. That's cute. <laughs> And that's funny. I, I got to make a quick plug, though. You said what your like best weekend in London would be. It'd be hanging out with Tom Berryman because if you're based yeah. that's what you'd want to do. We got to do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was fun. Yeah, and Tom got to Except go to the Tom show. Tom didn't put his name in the hat, bitch. That would have been so awesome if he got pulled up, though. Oh, it would have been terrifying. You guys should have done it for him. Terrifying Sorry, Tom, for us. No, like there's certain like uh, I feel like over time if you watch the Kill Tony, um, you know, podcast view, it's it's way better if you just watch it on YouTube. Um, so you but, can see um, people literally dying. Yeah, but putting signing someone else up, like putting someone else's name in the hat, it's kind of like That's a, a, a violation. Yeah, it's like a sort of violation of the uh, of the code or the uh, I don't know an article. <laughs> but, <laughs> It's definitely a dick move. <laughs> yes. How are those peppers, Brian? They're good. You've eaten all the yellow ones, man. You've crushed I'm it. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's some hummus in the fridge. Yeah. So so we met at a pretty funny time in in my base jumping career, like because uh, I I didn't have a whole lot of terminal experience back then, uh, but I had a lot of like bandit experience and. Uh, was doing like like silly like gainers and like weird side floaters and stuff at the bridge. It was a growing occurred, I think. You know, <laughs> was like yeah, you you and uh, TK man, it was a good crew. Yeah, we were having fun. Like, uh, but we 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 definitely got a little bit of a, a scolding and uh, a well des- well deserved for sure because we were doing like we had like two people doing. Side float gainers and one person in the middle doing a rollover, and uh, somebody like danced over the other person's canopy like it was. Yeah, I can't remember like it. Just one of those times where it's like, yep, yep, definitely uh, got out of line or maybe maybe pushed the envelope too far, or didn't think it far enough through. Sounds you know? par for the course. I don't know. That sounds like when it's just base jumping starting mm-hmm. to get fun for people. Yeah. It's when you you start doing stuff like that, and you're like, oh, we could have wrapped. Right. You do crew? No. But, All right. We're about to. But you know, I, I think it's it's always it's good for the people that see it and say something. You know, it's like you kind of need those people, and then but you also need the ones that are figuring stuff out to have checks and balances. You know. Yeah. And so it's like, but props to the people that have the nerve to like, you know, sack up and like be like, hey, that that makes me nervous. Like I've seen some weird stuff. I don't know. 
but yeah, I think you got to do that in like yeah. a, in a in a better way. A lot of people. It depends on who it is, I guess. Yeah, delivery is important, you know, like uh, especially in in like in a, a sport that's like uh, that intense at times, you know, like uh, you you want to try and like make sure you're understood and not just. Uh, <laughs> these guys are just chomp. Like I swear, I'm like uh, got two like giraffes like right here, like we're just chomp, chomp. I don't know, maybe slightly. But Pro- since you moved the mic, it's good. Probably not. Like once, once the editing happens, but like, I don't know. Wait, there's magic when you you take this. This isn't no. this isn't live. What are we doing? No, the pictures they don't really look like that. <laughs> uh, the snozberries taste like snozberries. Something like that. Yeah. Get in on them peppers, Randy. So Randy, it was funny, after we met, that was sort of like when the switch got flipped on. So Jono was my roommate at the time, and he saw me just like piecing out like at night to just like do the new jumper thing, which is like <laughs> go try and like fall up a crane and be like, oh, I think I can jump this. Oh, I'm going to send it. This is great. <laughs> oh, wait, it's only 140 feet. <laughs> I guess I should have static line it. It's great. Uh, yeah, no, that's San Diego base. Come on, you gotta gotta keep it low. Not like London low, but like 150 feet. Like, that's pretty standard. Mm. Jesus Christ. But anyway, we just like after that bridge trip, totally got on it and like trying yeah. to do three jumps a day, like three different buildings. Normally in the morning, in the same block, you just rotate the order you do it in. <laughs> yeah. I was happy when I was getting like four buildings a month. Like in Hawaii, just because of the winds and because I didn't have that, I wasn't like an access ninja. It wasn't until I met some other people that like that that went up uh, because they they were good at the uh, the, the art, dark arts. Yeah, that that stuff, the <laughs> yeah. quote unquote trade craft. <laughs> but um, I gotta say, all the stuff uh, that came to San Diego and really started everything came from Hawaii. Yeah. So <laughs> it was uh, yeah. No, it was funny. Uh, I don't know if I can say this you might have to edit it out later but uh so all my whole desire for urban base jumping and like what base jumping became for the first like five years was uh all based off like spending i want to say 10 hours with <laughs> and so he was in san diego and there's this uh we had the san diego base police at the time uh which was one individual who was like if you come to san diego you must speak to me and the sdbp uh, what? SDBP. Should make, a, should make a sticker. The SDBP. Yeah. He went San in. Diego Base Police. So. I like it. Yeah. It's like DBAP and don't be a punk and San Diego Base Police. Yes. <laughs> Way to keep it PG-13. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, sp- I spent like 10 hours with driving around. He's like, this is your motion sensor. This is a door. This is how you get past this door. This is where this electrical connection connects to this other one. I'm like, mm, this is a little weird. Cool. All right. Yeah, but that so that was the game changer moment for you? Yeah, so there is like he took me around. We went and like showed me some different tools and like how you get through doors and like what you look for and how security works in most buildings. And then uh, we like there was this one weekend. Um, so that actually later that night. We went and jumped three different buildings, and it took me from, like, one building to four. I was like, yeah, 
this is base jumping. You tripled your number of buildings in one night. <laughs> it was pretty rad. I was pretty stoked. I, I can't say I ever did that. <laughs> and then, but the funny thing was too. Then at the end of the weekend, they're like, "Hey, man." San Diego, we got a lot of jumpers, man. There's already four of us in our group. We were chased out of this one building. You can't hang out anymore. You're, you're on your own. And I was like, well, that sucks, but okay, thanks for the skills, man. Like, you, you, you put me on a path. I'm trying to get 100 different buildings. It's, it's game time. And then it was just trying to get into different buildings. Yeah. How are you doing on that? I'm at 116 now. Oh, congrats. Yeah, just uh, I got the Benidorm event. Put me over that oh, weekend. Oh, very cool. Very yeah. cool. It was funny. I, I hit a hundred. Brian Benidorm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brian, did you, uh, you do you want to talk about the cool landing you had there? I've talked about it once or twice, but uh, yeah, good luck at Benidorm. I'm really rooting no, for you. No, that's where he broke his hundredth building. That was a goal we were talking about a minute ago. Benidorm. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to it this year. Uh, I hope so, because it's uh, probably the coolest event in the world. Yeah. Uh, Not really. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, which one, are you, which one are you putting above Benidorm? Uh, like, I don't want to rank events on here. Really? Uh, like, KL is one of the coolest well, I so went to KOL with Gary. Tallinn is fucking amazing. Greece. Madeira was amazing. Greece was amazing. Um, no, but let's go back though. KOL is awesome, um, but it's a little bit different vibe. Like if you're like urban base jumping, like Benidorm in and of itself, there's so much in that like four mile radius. And like even if you leave that strip of beach. There's so many awesome buildings. Yeah. And it's like they, they're they like, oh, please, guys, don't do the other stuff. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Like, yeah. Just, More so than at, like, KO yeah. where they're like, don't do the other stuff or you don't get to jump here anymore. Yeah. But with uh, those winks are good because there's, like, yeah. I, yeah. Take, I take Madeira over Benidorm anytime. Yeah, Madeira is so been... much fun. Madeira's dicey, though. Like, you got to be heads up. Like uh, my, every jump is 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 an active jump. Like from 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 the time you leave the object to the time you put your feet on the ground. Like it's a it's a full you know it's 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 you, you got, got me you got to be on it. I I got I'm taking like extra hook knives. Like I'm a crew yeah. dog or something. Like I'm just ready. Maybe a flotation device or two. I'm not messing around. Yep. If I go, yeah, someday. Three ring. Three that's, ring. That's all you need. I'm out on those. Got to get, got to get back in. Randy's there. got one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely got one of those. But actually, so do I. With an OSP two forty five. That's the best size. It's fucking awesome. I love it. Does anyone? Is that the one they make most often? Because it's easy to sell. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And I'm probably gonna sell one of these rigs at some point. Just because I have, are you telling me to rub my nose? No, no, oh. scratch my nose. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like uh, hummus. Anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's sell some tear canopies. Because if anyone jumps urban, they should be jumping a tear. Like, don't put yourself in a bad situation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a fan. Like, uh, and 
they don't no one pays me to be you know to be a fan like i i fly them because it's what i believe in i i wish i got paid to do something but i don't yeah. get paid to do anything so in well if you time i'll just keep flying my osp right well if i were a canopy manufacturer i would not sponsor me like if you look at my left ankle I'd be like nah <laughs> nah we'll we'll find someone that can land a little better <laughs> but that's just you know my thought thought process hey so tj do you now where it's like it's march already um did did you coming into the new year have like any like resolutions or goals or things you're trying to work on i want to jump this year that's, yeah uh, that's a big resolution for me so last year was like get the get the work stuff you and randy both right yeah we're, we're both well slightly different circumstances but yeah no, last year it was just real, like living on the East Coast, it was more effort than I was willing to exert to like really go jump. Yeah. And there's a big change coming from um, the West Coast where it's really easy to just like pop out and then have a 45 minute excursion and come back with two or three buildings. Yeah. Yeah, here it takes a little more like uh, dedicated like time. Yeah, well, no, I mean. After last night, I'm sort of getting the feel for the lay of the land and sure. making time to go jump now. So that's been good. But um, no, yeah, this year is going to be going to be good. Now that it's funny, this whole like winter thing, it's crazy. Haven't experienced it in a bunch of years, so having to put up with it over the last two, yeah, made a big change. Yeah, winter's a real thing over here. Like it's not like Southern California. Yeah, there was like. Pre-spring, spring, and then, oh, no, go fuck yourself. Winter's still here. Yeah, I thought we were going right. to <laughs> we get to jump Back this to weekend. But, uh, yeah, it was a bummer that we couldn't go skydive. Yeah. But you guys got a uh, – are you going to the Spain event? Yes. Okay. So both you, both of you guys will be going to Spain. That'll be fun. To yeah. the, uh, the next level camp. Ah, yes. Skydiving. For sure. Benador, not so much. Yeah. You got to get over your fear. We got to work through this, man. Hmm. That being said, like, there was a building there that was pretty awesome, except you had to outside climb a building with some, like, grating, like a cat. And I totally pushed out on that. Yeah. Deferred to cameraman. Went down, like, took the elevator ride down 600 floors or feet. It's pretty painful. The funny thing is when my friend, he was like, yeah, it's really easy, dude. It's two moves. You just got to, and you're there. And I was like, ah, not, not on that level. You ever, um, you ever been hurt jumping? Seriously? No. No? I've sprained my ankle twice. Yeah. Really bad. But I've been very fortunate. Um, Knock on wood. I did that real quiet. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, no, I've been super fortunate. Uh, my first injury was in South Florida. I was on vacation with my family, and my parents were like, please don't go jump. And the winds had been terrible all week long, and I was like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't jump. Uh, and I walked outside the like building we were staying in, which was 17 floors, and I was like, oh, man, there's no wind tonight. This is awesome. Like, I'm so lucky. And I dragged my little brother, and we went to go do it, and I tie off on this beautiful static line. And uh, 
I looked down, the trees were moving uh, pretty heavily, and I was like, that's weird. I don't feel any wind. Uh, that's because I was on the other side of the building. <laughs> and then I jumped, and instead of flying straight, I flew diagonal, and the uh, winds came over and around yeah. the building. Mm-hmm. It was pretty awesome because as soon as I flared, that's when you felt it. I got put the little bit of input and deformed my canopy, and then it just collapsed. Like the wind just took it and balled it up, and I fell about 10 feet. Sprained my ankle, hobbled yeah. to a, a bus stop, and this guy came over to me. He was like, hey, man, you should jump off that building. And I was like, oh, I was parasailing. It was really weird on the like on the ocean, and the, <laughs> it disconnected. And he was like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, jump in the dark side of a building makes a big difference, you know, like when winds are strong. Yeah. Um, I was doing that in Istanbul back in 2014 because uh, – the the winds were coming from like uh from right to left and so if you jumped the uh sort of the left diagonal corner of the building you'd be on the dark so there'd be no wind but you had to know that coming out of the sh- out of the shadow of the building you're going to hit that like heavy turbulence and uh, but but by then I had a square stable canopy and and was flew right around the corner hit the you know hit the wind and then you know just flew it like uh flew it like it was a windy day yeah. but it was fine the uh it's like invisible rapids mm-hmm. that uh that was a, a turning point like looking at like oh i need to understand where the wind is i should probably learn a little bit more for wingsuiting yeah yeah and rotors rotors are a big deal too yeah um, uh, and the other one was uh i was trying to get building number 48 and uh, everyone's like, hey, yeah, you can free fall that building. Just jump this side. Like, make sure you jump this side. And uh, it's the side opposite of that big parking garage. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I got up on the roof of the building, and I was like, I can't get to the side opposite of the parking garage. And I looked down, and I'm like, oh, this side goes. I got this. And then uh, I free fell a rather low building. Oh, and yeah. it was a rather tall tree. And, of course, what are you going to look at? big tree so as soon as i opened i was like in the tree and then i got caught up at about three stories high and i grabbed this really large like sturdy branch that i thought that'll totally support me and as soon as i reached for it and grabbed it it broke and i Uh, fell the remaining height of the building uh, (laughs) yeah and then i hit and like knocked the wind out of me lost my camera for a little bit and like lost your camera during the time where you would be like wheezing and I was wheezing uh, when I hit, uh, yeah, that was it. That was well, it. we lost we lost the camera footage at that point. Yeah, I didn't realize until I got back to the car and I was like, "Hey guys, that's a problem. I lost a building with about 20, 20 jumps on it. Like the camera's got twenty other jumps on it. Uh, can someone go look for it? And they found it, so it was cool. That's awesome." Did you, but you didn't hurt anything like major though. Just yes. sprained my ankle. Sprained your ankle. Took forever to heal, but that's, that's the worst. Those ligaments when they they just don't want to like feel good. It's never the same, especially once you start breaking stuff in your thirties. You know, thirties and beyond. I I was young then, younger. I was like yeah. twenty five. Let's take a pause. All right, and we are back. Had a little a little break there for a second. Restrooms and. Made some more drinks and whatnot. Uh, so, TJ, tell us a little bit about how you got into bass. Like, what what made you decide to cross over? Well, uh, so I was really all about skydiving. 
that was super fun. And uh, I was coming up on a second deployment, and I wasn't going to be able to skydive because the op board specifically said no skydiving allowed while on deployment. And where we were going was uh, Central America. And from the last time I'd been there, there were super tall buildings. And I was like, oh, cool. Maybe I should look into base jumping. And it just so happened that when I had that thought, a friend from San Diego had just finished his base course and was like, this is awesome. If anyone wants to go base jumping, you should go take this course. Nice. So you're just like, yeah, okay, well, the rule says no skydiving. doesn't say no base jumping. You know, I thought it was all because they were concerned about the uh, quality of Central South American aircraft, and I didn't think it had anything to do with the parachute in and of itself. Well, I mean, anyone that's ever been in a jump plane knows that, like, it's not the best one ever. (laughs) Hey, no... Like Delta Airlines. I'm not trying to land in that plane. I'm not sure that's the best comparison, but I mean, yeah, it's still. Wait a second. I don't well, we normally that Sky Miles? Yeah, no, I'm I'm a, I'm a Delta fan. <laughs> You're platinum, aren't you? No, no, sir. No, but I, I, gold. I wish. You're at least gold, aren't you? No, even this year I lost gold because I didn't because I broke my leg and I didn't go on those last two trips. That's I, right. I, I didn't make gold for 2019. Fucking peasant. I know. It's actually it's like I'm actively trying to like uh, schedule certain trips so that I can get it back. But I'm flying to Australia just for this purpose. Just to get gold. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Anyways, it's worth the miles. Yeah, but getting back to it, no, I took I took Chong Chuma's course. Yeah, it was super fun. Did 19 jumps. They were awesome. Did you get any jumps while you were in uh, Central America? I uh, I got one. It's pretty cool. I jumped off a 581 foot crane, mm. and I was I was real lucky that I had one of my friends uh, that I worked with ground crewing for me because he walked the LZ and I could see him and he's like, hey, be careful for this power line. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know there was a power line running across this single-lane street. So, of course, I wanted to land right where that power line was. And uh, when I jumped, I uh, ended up putting myself in a nice little box and came down in between the power lines and tore a stabilizer because it it draped on the power line. Yeah. I didn't even realize it until after the fact. I landed fine. I looked up and I was like, oh. When I'm packing, I'm like, how do I shred this? So, but you didn't, you didn't ground, uh, like the uh, the wire, the cable, or anything. No, no, I didn't ground it. I was super lucky. Yeah, yeah, I just put. In, yeah, Brian, you had one where you you landed over by the stop sign at Scott of Hawaii, like a and there's power lines over there, right? Yeah, there were. There was also people walking down the street. There yeah. was traffic. There fact, was oh, there's another fences chick. on three sides. I don't even know her real name. We just called her Sparky because she landed over there in the corner and, and hit and the fucking lines. Yeah, yeah, took the power out to the entire. It area. was funny because I stood that landing up, and the people that were walking down the street like freaked out. I was like, oh, and they were like, are you okay? No. No, I'm in big trouble. Yeah, he, just <laughs> knew, he already knew uh, he was going to go leg slap. That's good. Oh. I was that, like, mm, was that that was shit. was that was that your first? Twenty six. Yeah, yeah, that was my first that leg was slap. Your first one right okay. off the bat. Because well, you because you got I a couple. I just got my yeah. license. You got a couple right away. Like because you got leg slap before I ever did. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
Hey, shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, I took my uh, my rig once I found out that I'd completely shredded that stabilizer and uh, based off some great information on spares you should have, have backup toggles, have ripstop tape, uh, you can fix everything. And so I went extra bridle, extra bridle. That's yeah, it's good, especially if you're doing sli- uh, static line stuff. But uh, yeah, I went and uh, did surgery on my rig, non-rigger. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know anything. I had 115 jumps at the time. It was awesome. And, uh, yeah, I laid some books on top to really let that rip stop, like, settle. And uh, it was a massive tear. I'm glad that I ended up sending it back to get fixed. But uh, I was on for my second jump in Central America. Panama's awesome. If anyone likes urban jumps, that's the place. You should just go. That or China. Yeah, uh, Marshall did a, a yeah. They no, it was like a speed stick commercial or something like that in, I was, in Panama, wasn't wasn't that Panama? I left. Yeah, that was two awesome. months after that was filmed, or two months before that was filmed, and like I was like trying to get linked like up. Like so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good for them. That was that was a that was cool. I'll see Super if I can find a, I'll see if I can find a link for the uh, show notes for that. Um. Yeah, Panama. Oh, there's another one. So I tried another building with this broken rig when I was there. But no, I I tried another jump. And uh, it was cool because I I hired this cab driver at the pier I was leaving from to drive me all day. It was 20 bucks. He was going to drive me everywhere. And I was like, oh, that's a killer deal. And he, like, was very questionable when I was like, hey, see this very large construction building? I need you to park right here. Don't ask questions, and I'll be back in about two hours. And so he stood, and I rolled under the fence. And then uh, I didn't realize, but it was a Saturday, and it was a live construction site. So there were people working there? Yeah. uh, Come to find out, there were about 75 people working there at the front gate. Uh, I, f- I later found out there were two guys with guns. Change the angle of the the mic so it's yeah. like, like, oh. straight on. Yes. There you go. Oh, perfect. All right. So, uh, yeah, there were about 75 people working, and there were two armed guards at the front gate, but then there were 75 people just in and out, like all over this building. So as I rolled up, I'm looking for stairs to ascend this massive building. It's probably 800 feet. Uh, and as I get up, I hear noises, sort of like that, Brian, yeah, uh, weird noises. And I'm like, ah, I need to get off these stairs. So I run back down and hide behind a pillar. And it was probably 4.30 in the afternoon. All of a sudden, it was shift change. And so I'm hiding behind a pillar 20 feet from people as they're coming down these stairs and then going under and out below me. So the pillar was on the wall, and then people were walking out behind me. So if they looked back up at the building, they would have totally seen me. Uh, but I'm just standing there as the entire shift empties out of this 80-floor building and just leaves. And I'm like, oh, this is weird. This might and be nobody my time. saw you. No one saw me. I'm 20 feet wow. from these people behind a pillar just waiting, watching them walk out under me, and uh, no one saw me. And then I, f- I felt like I was playing Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I was like in a little box, like all right, and like move now, move now. Um, no one saw me, and I I got up the stairs, and I'm like, got it, 
four and a half hours later, eight hundred feet. Ooh. Yeah, I was. This was a mission. My my like all day taxi guy was like really confused. So then I get to the top, and I'm so stoked. What time was it when you started that that adventure? That's a good question. Uh, maybe maybe like two p.m. when I started. Okay, when you started, and yeah. then what, what what time when you get to the top? Uh, right before sunset. So when was it maybe February? So like four thirty, five thirty p.m. Okay, it was late. Or and so yeah, I'm up on the roof, and then I pull out my gear. I'm all set. And then I turn on my camera and it dies. I'm like, well, that's weird. That sucks. This is going to be a cool story without a camera. And then I put on my rig and I'm like, oh, ready? I'm looking like, oh, where do I want to go? And I'm like, hmm, this is big. I can go anywhere. And then all of a sudden, tropical storm rolls in. And I'm like, are you kidding? And it's one of those hard afternoon, just lightning, rain, winds, like mm-hmm. out of no, well, it's an afternoon occurrence. I should have known. Just comes in and just like ruins my plans. I'm like hanging out inside that uh, desperate, like, I can wait this out. I can totally wait this out. I'm calling down to the taxi guy. He's freaking out. He's like, where are you? What's going on? Like this, you need to get out. Like you've been in this building too long. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I ended up walking down. Yeah? Yeah. Did, did the taxi guy um, do anything else? Uh, yeah, he did. He tried to extort me for some more cash. He was like, yeah. hey, I know what you did. Uh, he ended up actually calling the uh, embassy and like hmm. saying, hey, we've got this U.S. Navy people breaking into buildings and like doing stuff. And the embassy ended up calling the ship and like because we were the only U.S. Navy ship there. <laughs> and so I remember waking up the next day after like and because I couldn't jump, we just went and drank. And so I remember waking up hungover on Sunday morning and hearing, if you have a parachute on board this ship, you need to report to the executive officer's stateroom. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> And so then the funny thing was, Everybody. though. Everybody knows you've got a parachute, right? Yeah. And so, like, all the other kids. I live with 12 people in this J.O. jungle. And they're like, hey, man, <laughs> they're talking about you. That's you need a to... junior officer jungle. Yeah, <laughs> the, oh, the J.O. jungle. Yeah. <laughs> where they put all the people who are new in like a 12 by 12 cell. <laughs> you just fend for yourself. But, uh, yeah. So then so I go to the stateroom and there's like, we know. You're going to have to tell me what you know, sir. I went through a legal course. Like, <laughs> I will not self-incriminate. <laughs> oh, my. I've got so many experiences like that. <laughs> yeah, but then he let me know exactly. He was like, hey, your cab driver called the embassy. You should have paid him more because he knocked you out. Uh, uh, where's your parachute? We need it now. Uh, and so I had to turn it in. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. Did you turn it in unpacked? No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck I actually, you, I convinced them to let me send it back. Actually, I was like, "Can I just mail this to America, please?" Because if I do that, then I can just get like them to repair it and put a real patch on this rig. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "All right, cool, just send it away." So, yeah, it worked out. You know, they they threatened to send me back if they had no, if they had been able to actually prove that I jumped, they were gonna send me back home. But mm. It was a bluff. 
<laughs> like like your GoPro video that died. Yeah, that one. That's funny. Yeah, but it was fun. I I love Central and South America. Nice. Well, I'm so, ready for fucking spring. Right? Who, you yeah, ready to skydive yet? I'm ready to do a bunch of jumping. I fucking wish I was skydiving this weekend. Yeah. Got yeah, boned I, I by the weather. To. Yeah, instead I just went for a jump because I was losing my mind. Yeah, not that surprising fun. that it was a little windy. I was like, yeah, we're not jumping because it's too windy. Yeah, hey, wind is relative. You just have to understand where it's coming from and what it's going to do to your canopy. Yeah, fair enough. It can also fuck you up. It can also really fuck you up. I'm really lucky I didn't hit that retaining wall. <laughs> it sort of elevated into some solid concrete. Yeah. It's funny. I'm so far away from jumping that, like... My brain doesn't even think about those things right now. No, like the, uh, no you're not. You're the not. stuff that's bothering you, I'm just like, oh, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I guess that would be a bummer. Huh. I mean, I'm just like, yeah. just getting up and going to the bathroom. When do you want to do the work. wingsuit tunnel? Soon. Soon? Oh, sure. Yeah. Or, Soon but might be tough. Over, over, yeah, I don't know. I just, I want to train. I want to yeah. be better, smarter. Sure. There's only so much you Have can you do. Done it? You haven't done it yet, right? I haven't done it at all right. yet. Yeah, so you'll need to do the starter pack. Yeah. That yeah. takes an hour. Got to hit up uh, Phil Hahn, some other guys up there. Yeah. No, oh, I mean, it's it's super awesome. Like, I had a Phil's blast a legend. with it. Yeah, it looks real fun. No, I definitely, uh, I think the whole key to longevity is being smart. Yeah, and training, you know, and like never, like, always be a student. You know, always be learning. Yeah. Open to taking lessons. Yeah. As long as they're practical. Yeah, just like kill the ego and like always be a student. On that note, so this has been fun. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Yeah. Glad uh, we could hang out. I know I live so far away. (laughs) It's taken me a while to get over here. Yeah, that's the awesome thing about like Stuttgart is we always have like uh, three or four jumpers, you know. Glad to be a part of it. Yeah, thanks for being coming over. Thanks for uh, thank you so much. We tried to do St. Patty's today. We tried to do Happy St. Patty's. We succeeded. We succeeded. We went to an Irish bar. We had a drink. Did not get white white girl wasted. Not yet. All right, if you want to know more about our guests, just check out the show notes. And if you want to give us some feedback or reach out to us, you can hit us at baselife2014 at gmail.com, facebook.com backslash thebaselife, and on Instagram, we're at base.life. All right, thanks.